we love property and we love making things beautiful and creating beautiful spaces for family and friends but also us it's really important that we connect with nature and we paint with no toxic paints and we everything's done in a really natural way you're listening to the she renovates podcast you're listening to she renovates the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love Hello, hello everyone. So today I have one of our gorgeous Wonder Women renovators, Amelie DeVos, and we're going to be talking about renovating retirement. Now, for all those, I'll say under 40s, who think this is not for you, I want to tell you that it is never too early to start thinking about that, and it's also never too late. And I think The main thing is the earlier that you start considering how property plays a part in your retirement, the better off you will be in the long run. And Amelie is going to help me do that. So welcome, Amelie. And would you like to just firstly start by sharing a little bit about you? And I should mention that Amelie is a package deal. She, her husband Richard is in this journey with her and to be honest with you that was a bit remiss of me not to ask Richard to be here so if you would just like to give us a bit of background on you and Richard and what's brought you to this place okay hi Bernadette and hi everyone it's really nice so we began like I'm in my early 60s and I'm an author and a mindset coach and I've done all sorts of other things. I'm also still a part-time general manager of an organisation. But when we started to look at our finances, because my husband is in his early 70s, we realised we had nowhere near enough money for retirement. And that was probably because we had a lot of health challenges and other things that we had to do and we both come from divorce backgrounds. So we really had to sort of start to look at all of that. So my husband and I decided to start to renovate and we came across Bernadette's program and we thought, yeah, this is really going to help us because we've renovated a lot of properties, you know, we've bought and sold and I love renovating, but I wasn't doing it necessarily for profit and I didn't know how to do it. So that's why I was so excited when I found what Bernadette was sharing and what we could learn from that. So is that the sort of background you want? And so you have family as well? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have family. (laughs) So, you know, with a blended family, we have four children between us. I have, with Rich's two daughters, we have seven grandchildren. And then with my two sons, they haven't, well, one's in a committed relationship. So, you know, we have a lot of family and we want to be able to teach them how to do this as well. You know, some are more interested than others. I've actually got one of my eldest son is about to start down this journey. So, yeah, I have family and it takes a lot of time. And, you know, we need to have the money to have the life we want. We want to be able to travel. And we want to be able to be with our family and we want to be able to share with our family. And we realised that where we were heading, everything was getting narrower and we weren't going to have much money to do anything, you know. We were going to end up on that pension. So we had to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just want to explore 
So before you joined us, you had bought a property. What was your thinking around that? So you'd started down a path. What was your plan? Yeah. So we had our own home and we bought a property as an investment, hoping to rent it out and create income. I'd already started to look at some of your stuff But I was sort of in this I don't know mode. You know what I mean? Like we knew we wanted to do it. The property before, we purchased, renovated it, kept it for three years and sold it and made a really good profit at Freshwater. It was a unit. It was in the boom. The property we bought next was at Berkeley Vale. It was a little cottage on quite a big, not a big, you know, like 700 square metre block of land. And we thought, oh, we'll just renovate it maybe sell it maybe rent it we had no plan and that was a big we've still got it and it's okay but really if I'd known about you and if I joined we probably would not have bought that and we would have done something different so I think I've got to be honest about that you know like what you provide Bernadette is the structure and the systems to ensure that you make profit and I think we were talking earlier on today and if the numbers don't stack up then you, you shouldn't be going to purchase it. But we were a lot of sort of like when we looked at that property, the, everybody was trying to buy and we sort of thought we should be buying because the market's going up. And I've learned a lot from that. We shouldn't have bought. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay, but the yeah. system is important. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and you did a really nice job. Like the actual renovation part, you have down pat. Yeah, I yeah. love renovation. Yeah. 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 I can do the renovation. I just don't do the figures too well. I can do figures, but it's that analysis what you're teaching us. Yeah, but you really do good. now. Like I think you've come ahead in leaps and bounds in terms of the figures. Yes. Oh, because we've just bought another property. Yeah. And you, yeah. You I'm that's that's <laughs> evidence because it's such an amazing project in so many ways. And so Amelie has just embarked on the sort of the downsizing strategy. So with downsizing, there are just so many opportunities for improving your asset base. So presenting your existing home as a in the best shape it can be, which often does involve a little reno, and getting the best return on that. Buying something that you can add value to rather than what lots of people seem to do is go and buy something very swish in the city and it's they're paying full retail price where you bought wholesale and Mm. buying something that has an income attached to it and also these days there are great incentives for contributing to your super with any surplus funds so you've pretty much taken advantage of every single one of those touch points do you want to walk us through basically what your rationale was around that because it's a pretty big step and how it played out? So we had a, our residence was at McMaster's Beach and it was a really big home. So we had a lot of our capital in that home. It was seven bedrooms, <laughs> but we were airbnb it and doing all sorts of different things. So it was creating some return, but we had to move out every Christmas. There was lots of things we had to do and it was a lot of work. It had got to the point where we thought we no longer want to have the maintenance of this really big house. We also felt we wanted to be closer to family and we wanted to move back into Sydney. So we had to go through this process of analysing the value of our house 
working out what we were going to buy and how much money we could put into super. So, again, what we did was we used Bernadette's and the whole program's idea of engaging specialists. Even though we had an accountant, we spoke to Brian and employed him to give us some advice. We spoke to buyers agents and, you know, like negotiators and our accountant. We really did a lot of research and we did all the figures. And we realised that if we could sell at a good price and buy a new place at a good price that needed renovating, that we could put a good amount into super, which would give us the money we needed to live on. So we were able to do that. We were able to sell and we were able to buy a renovator's delight and it really is needs a lot of renovation, but it's given us what we wanted in more yeah. ways than one. Yeah. And, of course, I've forgotten to mention your superpower of manifestation. So can we have a bit more detail in how that transaction came about? Okay. So I'm really into mindset. So I realised that the only thing that was holding us back was our mental thinking, I guess, around it. So Richard mentioned my husband, Richard, who's actually working today is in Melbourne so he couldn't have been here he would have loved to have been so what we did was we sat down and we planned out what we wanted so we knew that we wanted to move to Sydney but we researched the place we wanted we really wrote down the list how many bedrooms was it a house or a unit where it was located we were very very specific and we made sure we were both on the same page and then I use this technique of tapping to sort of clear up any beliefs that are not in alignment with that. That's a really important part. So we were both really in alignment. So then the process came that we were selling our house. In my vision, I wanted to sell and buy at the same time because we were told we couldn't keep the mortgage that we had for the renovated property, the one at Berkeley Vale, unless we bought and sold on the same time. That was all in our process. Anyway, the house sale happened. We'd been out looking. We knew where we wanted to buy. We saw a house we really wanted, but we'd already been told that was sold, that somebody else was going to buy it. But I kept on seeing us living in that house. I was probably attached. I wasn't really attached. I was just thinking that's the type of house I want. Anyway, we exchanged on the property we were selling at McMaster's at 9am in the morning and I said to Richard, he'd been away all week, and I said to him, I think we might be able to get this house. So we engaged the negotiator, told him all about it. He'd already done some research and essentially the, he negotiated, we bought it that afternoon, that new house at 5 o'clock that afternoon. So literally... We were just working with flow. It was busy, but we were we were just being present, seeing what we wanted and not attached. You know, I think that's the pretty good description, I think. Yeah. I don't know. So it's you ended up exchanging on the same day that you sold your house. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty extraordinary. And yeah. I think using a negotiator in that scenario was really good because they said there was no way that they would be able to settle on the day that we wanted to settle. We had to settle on the same day. He negotiated all of that. So it took all of our emotion out of it 
we got it for a really good price and we ended up with a house that we wanted with everything. And it is a very, it's a gorgeous house and it will be even more gorgeous when you've finished your project and it has yeah. an absolutely stunning garden. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because before we moved to McMaster's, we were living in a townhouse and we downsized into that and we had our holiday house at McMaster's. We thought, no, we want to live up there full time. We love gardening. So the fact that for this price we could actually buy a house with a garden that we could actually garden still and have money left over to invest in super was just awesome. And to be told we can do our renovation and we could actually then flip it and sell it if we wanted to. We don't really feel that we'll do that because it also has a granny flat in the backyard. So my son and his partner are living there at the moment. So again, all my dreams came true. I really wanted to be able to be closer to my family. Well, now I've got them in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> They're a long way away and separate, but, you know, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm very envious of that. <laughs> uh, so you've already done a little renovation. Do you want to just talk through the renovation plans and how you're managing those with your life? You're both still working. Yeah, so Richard's not working as much. He just does consulting work, but we do have a very busy family life with grandchildren and I work three days a week. What we do is each of us has a role, okay? So I use like what my skills are in project management and budgeting and design and Richard really loves being a handyman and getting things done and doing things like that. So often I can't be on site, so Richard will go and be there on site and meet people or he'll be there doing the gardening or just doing the little things that need to be done. But the thing is we always sit down and meet and talk and agree on everything. So I generally do the plans, I get it to a certain stage and then we talk about it, agree on it, then we go ahead. He may go and buy the stuff, you know, because I don't have time to do it. So... Yeah, it's a really good relationship that we have around that, each of us using our skills or the things that really interest us. And this is why we got into renovation as well is because we love property and we love making things beautiful and creating beautiful spaces for family and friends but also us. It's really important that we connect with nature and we paint with no toxic paints and we everything's done in a really natural way and we agree on that as well are you talking about the current place or the one that I did at Berkeley Vale so I'm talking about the little one you did on the granny flat for a start yeah yeah so we saw that there was a really big project and having done Berkeley Vale Richard said I don't want to have to do too much on the main house but he, we agreed we would do just the granny flat first we always just sit down and we have a vision of what it's like, like the style comes always comes first and there are pictures and just a general feeling, so we have that. We then do the budget. We always go through and have a spreadsheet and a budget and we agree on what the budget price will be and then I go and source everything and I'm always looking for the best deal and, again, I use that manifestation to use that. And I think you do it too, Bernadette. Yeah, I've heard you talk about it. Yeah, you do it all the time. You know, like I yeah. remember when you did something at Newcastle, you were found some stove down in Wollongong and you, and, <laughs> you know, anyway, 
Yeah. So it's like I know what I want. I'm going to fire these things and it all has to be in the budget. So we plan that, have the budget, then we start to work on it. So that part, the granny flat at the back, we finished in a couple of weeks. We put in walls. We put in a new kitchen, new floors. The walls were lime green, so we had to paint all of that. But it's just gorgeous now. They just love it. I mean, I could live there. I mean, Richard says it's a bit small, but for them it's perfect because it's just a couple. And, yeah, that's really the thing that we do with every project. We always start with the vision. We always agree on the vision. Then I go finding the best deal. It takes a long time to find a really good deal, doesn't it, sometimes? Yeah, yeah, it does. Tune your mind. And if you're not finding it, then I tune my mind again and say, why am I not finding this, you know? Yeah. I always find, like, I like to be well ahead of the project and anything that I think is going to be challenging, I'm sort of on the lookout for it months before because it's hard to go out and just expect to pluck something that's just perfect without, you know, blowing your budget. So, yeah, I'd agree. And so now you've just started the main reno on the house. Were you concerned about trades and builders or getting them scarcity? (laughs) Well, I guess I use this manifestation, you call it, I guess, for everything. So I just sat down and again thought, well, we need to find a builder and popped in my mind this builder I used seven years before and whatever. So I rang him and he happened to be available. So I don't generally get worried about things like that. Yeah. Like even the fact that Demolisher was fast, supposed, well, was starting last Monday. There was a mix-up in communication and they're starting this coming Monday. And Richard was a bit like, oh. And I just thought this is just the way it is. You can't put energy into getting angry. You just need to keep on visioning what you want. And I think that's a really key point for a lot of people. I know a lot of my friends who've had problems seem to focus on the problem. I never focus on the problem. I always focus on finding a solution. And that's kind of fun for me. I just love thinking, okay, well, this is where we are. What do we need to do now? How are we going to step out of this? How are we going to find a solution to it? So we started with looking for a builder. It's like, well, this is where we are now. So he was the first person I rang. I knew he was a great builder. I hadn't spoken to him. He'd forgotten who I was really. But then he was available. Awesome. And so how long will that build take? And so what's the scope? What we're doing is creating a three-bedroom, two-bathroom home, and we're taking down quite a few walls. So... There is asbestos inside and out, so the demolition is quite significant. It was an original 1940s home, so it was really, I don't know how she lived there actually. So there are a lot of walls that have to go, a lot of linings. Like the front area is great, but the back area, we're taking down walls and opening it all up. We're using the existing lounge and turning that into a bedroom with an ensuite so we can have a second bathroom. And we're just sort of, yeah, modernising it, putting sliding doors on the back, putting a beautiful deck out the back going into the yard, a fire pit. I think the landscaping out the back is really going to make a big difference. It's quite a long way from the back of the house to where the granny flat is. So we've got 10 metres of our own 
and they've got another 10 metres or 15 metres from there where there's a private sort of wall of garden back from that. So we're going to have a beautiful area and I'm really looking forward to sort of creating the garden so that the inside and the outside come together, you know. So, yeah, it's beautiful. really exciting. So what's the estimated completion date? So the builder has had one issue and that his carpenter who's been with him for 15 years decided to take a job in a whole other area. So that is making timing a little bit more challenging. I keep on seeing he's going to get a new person really soon, so I'm going to focus on that. He says from beginning to end, maximum three months. I'd be surprised if it takes that long. But that will depend on him, you know. When we did the build of the seven-bedroom home, which was renovation, we did that in 16 weeks. And I know that it's planning. It always comes down to planning, having everything ready. So I see my role with the builder as getting everything organised, ordered, ready to go, so that whenever he's ready, I'm ready to give him what he needs, particularly yeah. because he's a bit down on staff. So, and I'm doing as much as I can. He's the type of builder who said, I'll give you your my contacts, you speak to them, you pay them directly and you just pay for our right. carpentry and stuff, yeah. which really suits me because that's the project management that I like. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so I'm just working like that. Okay, so you've really now beefed up your retirement income and you'll soon have your perfect home. How does renovating feature in your future? So I mentioned the place at Berkeley Vale. So one of the ladies within our Wonder Women group is an amazing town planner, Leanne, and she said, why don't I have a look at your plans at Berkeley Vale, see what you can do. And it turns out that we could put an attached dual occupancy there. So we've currently got a little cottage that we're renting out, really good rent, and it's quite close to fairly close to the road and has a yard. So once we've finished this project, we're then going to assess whether or not we do the attached dual occupancy at Berkeley Vale or we sell and we do another renovation project. So that's really where our equity is. And even if any of that doesn't come off I wouldn't mind doing some joint ventures and things like that as well because I do love renovating so you know I'd love to be able to use my skills so anyway I'm just going to do one thing at a time though because that's one of the things I just do have a lot on my plate I'm just going to do it one at a time trying to rather than do everything at the same time because self-care is really important to me I've burnt myself out enough times so I'm really investing time into I've joined a gym and doing yoga and dance classes and really meditating every day and doing all those things that are really important so I do that and so that's why I don't want to do too much because I don't yeah. want to stretch myself too far yeah and so I know as I mentioned earlier a lot of people when they downsize go to the smart apartment and already done and just go and perch there how do you feel, do you feel that taking this path has infringed on the quality of your life? Oh, no, it's enhanced it. Personally, I feel it's enhanced it. The reason being is we have come from quite a big house with a lot of maintenance. 
lots of decks and all that sort of thing. And what we've chosen is a home that's much smaller, so it's less maintenance, but we're actually doing things that are not going to require maintenance. So rather than just buying a hat, another property, because we're renovating, we can decide back deck doesn't have to be in timber, it can be in that mod wood, so we don't have to paint it every year, you know? Like little things like that, that's why our quality of life's better. Also, we're closer to family. That was really important to me, that I was close to the grandchildren and all, and my parents are still alive as well. So it's really important that I'm close because that saves time. So we're going to be able to create a beautiful home with everything we want in all the colours, with all the fixtures that we want and low maintenance, still have a garden. So our quality of life, I feel, has improved substantially. We've actually chosen an area that means as we get older, if we decide to stay there, it's a walk to the beach, it's a walk to the shops, it's a walk to the major beeline bus that goes into the city. It's flat, so it's a good decision for us in the longer term as well. You know, you don't really think of getting older, but I guess that's what retirement's about. And it means that we can travel. It's going to be really easy to travel. Beautiful. So, yeah, much easier. And last question, in your last 12 months when you've been organising all this, what's been the most surprising thing that's happened? I think selling McMaster's and buying in Narrabeen. <laughs> like I remember being at the Wonder Women conference last year <laughs> in May and I was not in a very good place. I was very concerned about our financial future. There were various reasons at that time why we couldn't sell McMaster's and I just didn't know what we were going to do and how we were going to make it. I was very upset about the whole thing. I felt like I had no choices. I felt I was just heading towards a life that I had no control over. So being at the Wonder Women Conference and talking things through and you often saying to me, I know you're going to find a solution. We're going to find a solution. And knowing that and keeping my mind on yes, because I kind of had lost that hope. It was like I didn't know what to do. So it was like, okay, we are going to find a solution. So taking those steps and then all of a sudden Richard agreed to sell the house. The house was on the market. All of a sudden we ended up with this beautiful little cottage that we can renovate in the right area. It's like yeah. if you had told me a year ago this is what I would be doing and where I would be living, I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't. Now I'm going to well, cry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just feel really, I guess, touched and excited by the fact that it has made such a difference to your life. And I think you are an incredible energy in our group and I really love that magic that you bring to us. And for anyone that's coming to the retreat, Amelie has, in quite challenging circumstances, has agreed to come and share some of her manifestation magic with the rest of the renovators and I'm very grateful for that and really looking forward to, yeah. So thank you for being so generous with your story and we're looking forward to seeing the next chapter. Yeah, who knows? 
There's been a lot of movement in the last 12 months, so it is the sky's the limit now, Amelie. Yes, it is. We'll just get this Renault down, fit down, and then we'll decide what to do with Berkeley Vale and, yeah, one step at a time, I think. It was a very busy, fast ride to this point. (laughs) So it's time to take a little bit of a breath. So, yeah. Well, beautiful, and thank you for that. So thanks again, Amelie, for your time, and, yeah, have a great week. Yeah, thank you. Bye. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.